Uh, everyone, welcome to the Jay and Jack Show. My name is Jay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you give up? I give up. <laughs> <laughs> From Raleigh, North Carolina, it's the Jay and Jack Show. Starring Jay and Jack, with special guest Melody Simpson. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Uh, Jack, I'm sure you have been enjoying the bonus content that uh, we've been putting out It has out been there. amazing. I mean, I do like uh, the best one, actually the best podcaster on the on the network right now of all the pot we would have like 10 or 11 12 13 podcasters i mean there's some yeah. amazing talent absolutely and uh, on, in this group yeah but it's it's bun patty bun <laughs> is my favorite podcaster because he's he's real he's it's genuine there, it's a... there's, there's no crap there's no uh hiding his emotion he's he he just lays it on the line if his team loses he feels it he's like he, he's like He's like me in 2006 7 season when the, the Chargers, the San Diego Chargers, lost to the Patriots. Uh, and Jack's talking about Zach, uh, you know, your grandson, my son. Uh, he, he, he has gotten into podcasting uh, this year. Uh, he, did, he did it with me, um, and uh, he, he wanted to do one with his mommy. So they're doing a challenge cast. It's Zach's favorite part about Survivor. Which one did he do with you? Uh, the first, uh, or no, the third episode of Jane Jack show, he oh, opened okay. it and closed the, the chip Mims one. Oh, okay. But, uh, that's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so yeah, so the, for each, I think each show on our network, I was doing bonus episodes for survivor, uh, Colleen and Zach, uh, it's a really quick show. It's at most maybe five minutes or whatever. No, this last one was six and a oh, half wow, minutes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, so this most recent episode, <laughs> uh, Zach, for the fir- he picks a team that he wants to win the challenge in Survivor, and this was the first time the one he picked lost. Uh, so. Oh, it's 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 a rough listen. Yeah. <laughs> because the raw, like I said, the raw emotion, he's, yeah. he just feel. it's almost like the uh, afterlife with Ricky Gervais. <laughs> It's almost the same situation where you feel so bad for him. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, bun, patty, bun. I I feel so bad for you. And he almost didn't go on. He almost quits at one point, but Colleen drags him back in and he sucks it up and... Which is a sign of a good podcaster, because how many times have have have, have people pod faded? True, yeah. And just said, yeah. "Forget it, I'm out, I'm, I'm done," or just walked away, or get fired by Ralph. True. So one of two options. Yeah. So you know, if you hang around long enough, but again, like we have like twelve podcast. I'm trying to think of all the podcasters we have in the group, but there's mm-hmm. a, there's a lot. Yeah. On the Jane Jack. You might have some grandparent bias though. In all no, fairness. no, he's the best. Oh, okay. Right. Absolute best. <laughs> But uh, yeah, one patty born uh, for our patrons that give five dollars <laughs> or more a month. Uh, uh, we are doing bonus episodes. We had the first Jane Jack bonus episode a couple weeks ago, and and for the Jane Jack show, uh, you know, we record longer than what you hear on the show. I try it's to like edit days. it down to about an hour, um, and uh, but there, I think there's still good stuff in there that that doesn't make it into the final show, um, and uh, so what the uh, uh, this allows us to do is to uh, show you some stuff that maybe you didn't hear. Maybe get behind the scenes a little bit, extra content from our special guests. Uh, and we had our first one uh, a couple weeks ago. So definitely check that out. Uh, uh, Broadcast had a, had their bonus episode. Um, uh, the Ramblecast After Dark is doing one every like three times a month. Three times a month, yes. 
Uh, we don't intro it. Yeah, it's kind of. It, I think it's the weakest out of the bonuses because you guys like literally put no effort whatsoever. But what are you talking about? It, you we, have the most of them. I'm sorry. The the one we did with uh, when we talked about Robert, uh, not Robert, say um, Robert Kraft. Robert Kraft. I thought it was the best twenty minutes of podcasting the RCAD has done all year. Well, then do a good intro. It's just like you get dropped in like a. Like a newborn baby being thrown into that's the what, wilderness. That's what the group decided. I was like, hey, because Nick, Nick plays an like original a song, song every week. Every, yeah, yeah. And I said, what, no song? is no. And then Chris goes, no, we're just going to go right into it. I go, all right, okay. I've only been podcasting for 14 years. Do, do what you guys Don't want. Don't ask my opinion. Yeah, no. My grandson's the best podcaster on here. It's not like there's a bloodline or you know talent here. But go ahead and do what you want. No legacy or anything. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I have an award. It's okay, but I don't like to. I don't like to throw that in anybody's face. No, not at all. No. So <laughs> keep it on the down low. You know me. I'm, I'm not a. I'm not a fighter. I'm a lover. Sure, so. sure. Pacifist. Jerks. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, again, uh, check that out. Uh, if uh, if if you aren't a patron yet, that gives five dollars more a month. I think it's well worth it. We're putting some really fun stuff out there for the patrons because. You all make this uh, all of our shows possible, and this is, I think, a fun way to thank you for that. Um, all right. Today, our guest is Melody Simpson, uh, up-and-coming author uh, and uh, longtime listener show, friend of the show, uh, and uh, excited to have her on to kind of pick her brain uh, about uh, you know what it takes to, to become be an author, writer. to be a writer. I bet you it's uh, hard. I mean, just listening to her story, it oh, is hard. We've already heard the story, okay? Yeah, um, <laughs> but uh, are you trying to play it as? I was trying to play it like we hadn't heard, but yeah, yeah listening to her, it's a. I would wonder how many people have tried it and just got discouraged. Yeah, because I remember when she was talking about it. I remember when we interviewed Patrick Labato and he, mm-hmm. from Jag and yeah. Little House of Prairie and all the different stuff. And he, he he used to say going to he still goes on auditions even though he mm-hmm. has this long resume. Yeah, because he went for uh, Phil. A Modern Family, remember? Yeah. And, and Ty Burrell. Got, uh, Ty Burrell? Yeah, Ty Burrell got it. He got it, which was probably the better choice. Yeah. And he, I said, well, how do you handle rejection? He goes, it's just part of my job. Yeah. It doesn't bother me. I go, God. It, for me personally, the first rejection would be like, all right, I'm done. I'm out of here. <laughs> so we hope uh, you'll enjoy uh, the conversation as much as we did. Um, and uh, yeah, so why don't we let that conversation take it away? Go. All right, and uh, with us today we have Melody Simpson, a uh, blogger from Hollywood the Right Way, as well as uh, author, um, recently backed uh, uh, anthology series Betty Bites Back, um, as well as I'm, I'm sure many more things uh, coming out, uh, which will be pretty awesome. Uh, do you want to share kind of what is coming up? Yeah, and sure. Well- so yes, Betty Bites Back is the feminist horror anthology that's coming out in October, although for those who backed it, it's coming out in June. And that is actually edited by Edgar award-winning author, Mindy McGinnis, one of my favorite authors, Demetria Lunetta, and one of the most unique storytellers I know, Kate Carius Quinn. And so my story is uh, set in an 
set in a, a future, not an alternate future, but just a future. It's called The Guardrail Disappears. And it's set, the entire story is in an um, autonomous vehicle between a mother and a daughter on a road trip. So that's coming out pretty oh, soon. Cool. Yeah, and... we, um, uh, Carly and I, or Carly, she's the the book nerd. So my book <laughs> is through her, but we we backed uh, that one. So we're excited to get that one. Thank, thank you guys so much. And then I've got a few other things in the lime uh, limelight that me and my agent are talking about and getting ready to get fixed up. Uh, one of them is, uh, well, I don't want to talk too much about it, but <laughs> just a little <laughs> tease, a little, little teaser out there. And it's, it's set in a world where virtues are tangible things. So that's coming up too. Ooh, very cool. Um, yeah, like uh, you, you've gone to San Diego Comic Con a few times. Oh right? yeah, for sure. Um, uh, so. We all, ha- Colleen and I, we, we go over here. Jack goes over here too. But uh, for for me, I w- I like the action figures, the toys, and Melody. You actually, you're on video chat. You can kind of see the ridiculous yeah. that is my toy collection. But um, <laughs> that's just some. <laughs> but Colleen, hers is the books and especially YA novels, and she'll go to the book section. And her goal is to come home with like a suitcase yep. of uh, books from uh, the the Comic Con book section. Um, I don't know if you have a similar hunt as well when you're there. I definitely, well, it's changed over the years because my dad is a comic book artist. So I've been going to cons for my whole life. Oh, awesome. But I haven't really, it wasn't until about 2005 that I started going to actually enjoy it and not sit behind <laughs> Artist Alley all day. <laughs> so the first few years that I went like as an individual, I got caught up in the celebrities that were there and it wasn't as crazy as it is now. Oh, but I got yeah. caught up in that. And then a few years I had a phase when I was really addicted to voice actors. So I went to all those panels and the last few years I've just been going for the book people. <laughs> but yeah, um, I, I've kind of grown out of the sleeping outside Hall H thing. <laughs> I think, I think everybody has, that. you know, like yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, there, there comes this like point, as I think we've been, or I've been, been to fourteen or so San Diego mm-hmm. Comic Cons in a row, mm-hmm. but there's there was maybe like five years ago or something was like yes, I'm yep. done. With... You just they're like I'm over this. Yeah, I can't, I can't <laughs> do this anymore. <laughs> yep, yep. And maybe it coincided with you know having kids and just being tired all the time. Anyway, but. <laughs> You get older. Uh, yeah, you get older. Mm-hmm. Just like, uh, mm-hmm. I shouldn't it, say that because there's there are older people in those lines. So. There are. Well, like, and but I think there's they're fairly organized. Um, one of our friends, uh, uh, Jim Watari, uh, is is part of a group, and they kind of um, rotate camping out essentially. Oh, so. see, that would be helpful. But I, it's it's funny because I have two sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them isn't really into all this, and the other one, she kind of is. But she doesn't want to wait in line and do the whole. She'd rather just. She she just doesn't want to wait around. Mm-hmm. I completely understand. Um, but long story short, they both don't go. I'm the only one who goes. <laughs> so I'm always going to these things by myself. <laughs> oh well, we need. I, don't I, have, I can't tag team with anyone. We need to add you to because it's a it's a group. It's like a Facebook group. We need to add you to uh-huh. the group so you so you can have a. A tribe okay. to hang out with of us of us <laughs> nerds, uh, but um, uh, yeah, and it's it's, but I feel and and I don't know. I'm curious your opinion on this, but I feel like it's been a little bit more chill the past couple years 
Like it's been easier I, to get yeah. in the panels. I've noticed that since they changed the the badges mm-hmm. or whatever, I feel like since they did that, it's been so much less people and way way more relaxed and yeah. just amazing. <laughs> yeah. Because there was like even was it last year or the year before like we ran into hall h to see something and like we just mm-hmm. go in and then we like ran isn't that insane in. yeah which is how it used to be but yeah um, well didn't they eliminate some of the big name well, yeah, oh now... yeah that's right a few of the people a few of the networks didn't come so right. that helped yeah because there's like um because uh, now like everybody kind of has their own there's like d23 mm-hmm. uh star wars celebration um so I think as more studios make their own thing, it might make San Diego Comic Con a bit more chill, just a little. Yeah, bit more for chill. sure. I hope There's so. There's still a lot of people there. There's st- still <laughs> a lot of people. It is. And you live in LA, right? I live in LA now, but I'm from New Jersey. Oh, Jersey. Yeah. Yeah, my wife's a Long Islander, so I know your people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And when I when I tell people out here that are either from LA or just from the West Coast, they're mm-hmm. like, "You don't sound like Snooky." I'm like, "Oh my God, please don't say that." <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> so annoying. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's 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 interesting the dynamic um uh, mm-hmm. for like SoCalers versus like Northeasterners or tri-state area. Yeah, because um, I feel like. You know, or at least at least for Colleen and I, we're almost like stereoty- stereotypes where I'm very laid back, like, ah, eh, it'll be fine. And Colleen's like, no, it needs to get done now. <laughs> but um, but anyway, uh, so uh, so you, you can't really reveal too much about uh, what's what's down uh, the pike, maybe. But um, what I thought, you know, our listeners might really like to hear is just going from. Uh, like a spying writer or your, your journey. Like you had a really awesome post uh, uh, on your blog about uh, when you got uh, on your first agency, I believe. Oh, yes. Um, but, uh, you know, I think there's a lot of people out there that have an idea or, or want to get into this field. Um, what I really liked about that post is just showing like it's not just you just flip a switch and it happens. Um, yeah. But maybe kind of sharing a part of your journey to maybe somebody listening at home that maybe has an idea or, or wants to become a published author uh, one day. Um, I was hoping maybe you could tell us a little bit about your story. Yes. Yeah, so my goal is to be traditionally published. And when you want to become traditionally published, you have to write up a pitch to an agent and that pitch would be called a query. And mm-hmm. then you query a bunch of agents. Most of the time they say, no, I don't <laughs> want it. If they respond at all, yeah. and if they do and saying no I don't want it it's a form rejection so it's the same rejection that everybody's getting yeah um if they don't really want it but they want to let you know that it had potential they'll let you know with a personalization in the rejection which is nice because at least you know you're getting through to somebody yeah <laughs> and so I queried my first uh novel in 2012 mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry no I didn't query it I, I wrote the first novel that I queried in 2012, mm-hmm. uh, between August, no, October 2012 to January 2013, I wrote it, mm-hmm. wrote and revised it, and then I queried it. Um, after entering a few contests and getting it out there so that I could see if it had any traction at all, and I only queried about 40 agents, which is on the low end. Some mm-hmm. people have a goal to query 100 agents and then oh they'll goodness. go to the next project. Yeah, I just did 40 um, because I <laughs> I just wanted to see what 
what the reception was going to be. Yeah. Um, and then after that, I was like, okay, this is not working um, for me. So let me work on another another story that I have in mind. Because I already at that point, I knew there was something in the novel that I needed to fix. Mm-hmm. So I said, let me put that aside until I can figure it out and <laughs> work on the next. Do story. any give feedback <laughs> in that process, or is it really just like no, 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 no? And then like, how do you, how do you, how do you know that something needs to be fixed? Or just getting all these no's is kind of like, all right, I need to fix something. The thing was, it was all no's. If they like it, they'll ask if they like your uh, pitch mm-hmm. and maybe the first five pages that you put in the bottom of the email, then they'll ask for more. Yeah. So that's how you know at least the words that they're seeing are good. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody was asking for more of the novel. <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, and some some of the personalizations uh, that I got were, okay, this is a really good concept, but you're not there yet. Okay. So having that in mind, I knew there was something that I, I needed to do. I just couldn't figure it out. Um, now I know I had no plot. Um, <laughs> but really good at world building, really good at making great characters, but yeah. the plot sucks. So um, so how do, you, how do you pivot from that? Like, Well, um, I tried. Is there like a plot camp you just go and just like. Three times and still didn't get it right. But that's the story that I'm working on with my agent now. Okay. So I didn't toss it aside. I didn't trunk it or anything like that. Yeah. The stories that I write, I'm I'm going to get them out there. Um, and that's, I kind of do that in a sense of if I don't, I, every writer is different. So mm-hmm. some writers write the whole book and they'll write a dozen books and they'll trunk them all as like practice, mm-hmm. which is great you i think you should definitely do that but every if that's the path for you yeah. but every writer is different like if i'm writing a story and i know 40 pages in this isn't gonna work then i'm not gonna keep going <laughs> yeah yeah so that enough that was enough practice for me i i should if i decide to stop i should learn something mm-hmm. from that and then then i can move on yeah. that's how i work so um eventually i'll get it right but <laughs> then i just uh, put that aside for a while and then I worked on a different story mm-hmm. um, and at that point I was actually interning for the Ben agency and that was a real eye-opening moment because interning you get to see well I don't want to say all interns but many literary in- interns get to read the pitches the queries that oh, really? they are getting and they get to read the pages for me I was reading um, all of the pages that the agent that I interned for requested, mm-hmm. and I would fill out a reader's report saying what worked and what didn't in the novel. And basically, what you're looking for is why should that agent sign that author as a client? Mm-hmm. What makes this book a I don't know ten thousand dollar book advance? You know that yeah, yeah. kind of thing you have to think about. So getting then is to that kind of like the goal, like some type of advance like that, like a ten thousand dollar advance I, I don't know like is that like I mean, a book deal or something throwing that out the oh, advances okay. could be anywhere the okay. advances could be five thousand dollars or it could be six figures you never know okay. okay. <laughs> so but basically what would make the agent want to read this book a million times and work it out with you in order to send it to the publisher mm-hmm. and say hey i've got this thing that you should buy basically is it worth it yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um a lot of the books that i enjoyed um weren't necessarily the books that the agent that i entered for <laughs> wanted to push for yeah but yeah. there was 
there was one. And so that one that's in the background, but I, but I got to see why certain things worked and why certain things didn't. Yeah. So now, so then when I queried the second um, novel, I had a lot more knowledge than I did the first time around. And I got a lot more, I actually got requests this time. <laughs> nice. What were some of those like, things yeah, then? That you, what were some of the things that you found when you were kind of looking well, through this, yourself? This was a different, I'm trying to see how much I should say about this story. Well, okay. So this story was a lot different a lot different because it's told between the points of view of a girl who was killed and her killer. Mm -hmm. And um, it was more dynamic and interesting and, and it had a plot. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that's why, <laughs> but my writing got a lot stronger because I, in between that time of writing the, that first and second book um, mm -hmm. that I ended up querying, I researched a lot about the craft of writing yeah. And I think a lot of people who want to write a book one day, they're like, oh, okay, so how do I get published? But they haven't even written a book yet. Yeah. <laughs> they haven't even figured out how to write a good book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think I was jumping the gun. I said, okay, I need to take a step back and figure out how to, how to world build, how mm -hmm. to create character dynamics that create emotional resonance, stuff yeah. like that. Um, so that was probably, that was why it was night and day <laughs> basically <laughs> are there like good books that that help with that like if there's somebody out there that like wants to get started is there like a good you know helping guide out there or or is it kind of a culmination of a lot of different things well at that time i was reading a lot of craft blogs like um publishing crawl and writer unbox and chuck wendig has <laughs> really great He's um, he's not everybody's cup of tea, but mm -hmm. he's great for me. Like I needed that kind of kick in the butt advice. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also uh, Beth Revis, who's another who's a sci-fi writer. Uh, she has great advice. Janice Harding, um, Why Highway was a great website. It's now defunct, but if you just go through the website, so much stuff. Brandon Sanderson, he has writing classes that people record and they're on YouTube. Oh, cool. So, which is crazy. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but as far as like books go, I would say uh, John Truby's The Anatomy of Story. And um, I mean, that's kind of complex for a new writer, but mm -hmm. I think it's still a, a good book to have um, to help you out for sure. Nice. Awesome. Because Jack is, uh, he's, I don't know if you know, but he's been working on a story for a long time about, uh, what is it called again? Your Western Oh, the Pleasure Ranch. Yeah, Pleasure Ranch. Oh um, my goodness, that sounds amazing. <laughs> you, uh, I think it's a script treatment right now. But is it one page? How many pages have you done? Written? I'm done. It's finished, it's like finished. legit. How many pages is it? Um, I don't remember, but it 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 added up to the, it 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 for an hour episode, it had the corrected amount of pages. Okay. <laughs> I looked it up. <laughs> well, uh, Jack is has not felt comfortable uh, letting anybody see it yet. No, I've, I've, I've shown it to people. <laughs> one day, one day, one step at a time. Well, I just, I, my, the deal was I had to finish it. Mm -hmm. Yes, I did. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's people gold, don't know how to finish things, so that in itself is an accomplishment. <laughs> no, I, I had the middle, I had the beginning, and I had the. It was all the stuff in between. Mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. The dialogue, the the. Mm -hmm. You know the words. The words. Well, trying to make the story, you have to make it 
you know, stretch out for 43 minutes, whatever it is. So uh-huh. you mm-hmm. stretch out. So it's like. Oh, and make it all compelling. It's hard. Exactly. It's tough. Um, all right. So for you, you went to your story craft and really worked on uh, developing the plot. So was that mm-hmm. kind of. And you said you actually got feedback on that when you queried the second one, right? A lot of great feedback, a lot of uh, full requests. Sometimes if they want to, if they're all in, they'll say, okay, send me the whole manuscript. But if they still are a little iffy about it, they'll say, just send me half of it, which is called a partial. Mm -hmm. And so I got all kinds of requests. But in the end, I I did come close. But in the end, that one was still a pass. So. At that point, I just got really frustrated because I had gotten, I had actually gotten really close. Yeah. Time and I was upset. <laughs> so I I would be I like to, to take be a little break. Yeah, to be close. <laughs> but doesn't that give yeah. you the motivation to keep going though? Knowing well, that you're, you're so I took close. a break because I didn't, I didn't know, I didn't know how to get over that um, defeat, and so ended up one day reading actually. Uh, in Essence magazine, it was a r- random day. I read in Essence magazine. It had um, Issa Rae and about uh, four other black women on the cover, all creative uh, TV creatives. Mm-hmm. And I was just blown away by, for some reason, it just hit me <laughs> that I could be, I could be one of them, but not even that. That there's so many people who came before them, mm-hmm. and then I just kept snowballing and I started doing research on the women and more other women and I ended up writing not even trying to Mm -hmm. but I ended up writing what would become a proposal for a a book about a pop culture book about the history of black women on television and that's the uh, book that ended up getting me a literary agent (laughs) that's awesome I wasn't even trying to do that and of course the one that I that I didn't didn't expect is the one that got me where I am. <laughs> yeah. That's that's cool. I mean, you got to get your foot in the door. You know, and, and yeah. a lot of conversations that we we have with people whether actors or other podcasters whatever it is, but there's always the thing that you didn't think was even going to be a thing ended up mm-hmm. being the thing that mm-hmm. took you to some crazy journey, you know? So that's awesome. Yeah, that was interesting because I I did I don't remember when I queried it, but I I think it was 2006 2017 or mm-hmm. it was definitely 2017 yeah because um that's when i got the agent at the at the end of the year mm-hmm. but the beginning of the year i was querying and um i got basically everybody that i queried wanted to read more which mm-hmm. i knew i had something there because yeah. that had never happened <laughs> <laughs> and then me? i got one r which is a revise and resubmit actually no i did i get no well the one that i did get uh, she had so many notes and she wanted mm. me to revise quite a lot to basically an R&R basically is kind of like a test. Like, can you, can you revise a book and can you do mm-hmm. it well? <laughs> can yeah. you listen to directions? Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you don't have to take every note that they say, but to be able to incorporate something um, that's basically, do I want to take you on as a client? So mm-hmm. when you get an R&R, you know, you're close. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't have to get an R and R. You can just go straight to the agent offering representation. But for mm-hmm. me, an R and R was what what I got. Yeah. And so I did that and I sent it off to her. And in the meantime, I told my friend um Susan Dennard that I was working on this. I asked her to 
uh, read my like query and stuff mm -hmm. just to make sure it was all right. Yeah. Just in case the R&R &R didn't work out, I wanted to continue querying. Yeah, yeah. And he said, oh, this is great, but can I send this off to um, my agent? And I'm like, well, well uh, okay, <laughs> that's a little nerve-wracking because you're you and I'm me and <laughs> you don't have to do that, but wow okay i'll definitely i'll definitely yeah. take you up on that <laughs> and so it turned out her agent was on maternity leave but mm -hmm. she passed it around the office and another agent jumped on that and she offered and then oh. another um and then i told the agent that had their r and r that um i got an offer and then she offered oh wow. so i got two offers and then i also spoke to another agent who Wanted to offer, but also had some thoughts. And so that was very interesting and awesome at the same time. So I had a lot to think about. <laughs> Did you try to get them in a bidding war or something for you? Like, oh, listen, there's a lot of people interested in me right now. <laughs> well, it, it felt, yeah, it felt, it felt <laughs> crazy because there, the agencies that, um, that requested are two very different agencies. Mm -hmm. um, they have very different tones, I should say. Okay. And so um, I, basically what it came down to was that they're both really good agencies, but which one has has a track record for building a career that I want? Yeah. And I saw that the most with New Leaf, which is the agency that I'm with. Mm -hmm. So I went with New Leaf, which is the agency that offered first. Mm -hmm. And we're working on a lot of stuff. <laughs> That's awesome. That's great. And it's cool to talk to you kind of like while – it's everything's percolating everything's kind of like yes. building up to this point which is yes. which has got to be an exciting time it's very exciting and nerve-wracking and stressful yeah, I was gonna say, but, is it stressful? <laughs> but you're yeah, glad you yeah. stuck with it i'm i'm so happy to have <laughs> stayed this far in the game <laughs> well because if you think about it like how a lot of people don't make it that far, you know, um, and how many people like give up on it uh, along the way. So it's awesome uh, that you are in this place. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I couldn't, I've been, I've wanted to become a published author since I was six, seven years old. So I really couldn't see, I went to school a little bit for creative writing. Mm -hmm. um, I was on, you know, the newspaper at school yeah. and any kind of kind of way I could, I did a little. My actual, actually, my high school uh, journalism teacher, without me knowing, he nominated me to be in. It's not a thing anymore, but it was called the the ACL Moore program at the Philadelphia Inquirer. It was a little some uh, was it a, no? It was actually doing school a fall internship. So mm -hmm. I did that for a little while, which was so gracious of him. <laughs> It was for diverse writers and That's he thought awesome. of me. And at the time I was, I believe the the youngest um, person in his class. I actually, I, well, I gra graduated a year early from high school. Um, so I don't remember what year in particular it was. Mm -hmm. but that was a great moment to have because you don't often get those kind of teachers who push for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I know that was a long time ago, but you, you remember those kinds of things, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, because you, you remember those special teachers, like those teachers, yeah. that, and then you remember the ones that were awful. <laughs> but it, it's, it's, <laughs> but there are those special ones that, that you look back on uh, fondly. We're going to take a quick moment for a commercial break. We'll be right back.
but like it's so cool that like how many people out there when there were six had their dream job or whatever and it's awesome that you're one of maybe probably like one percent of those six-year-old kids that actually you know getting to do 1%. this so probably lower than that yeah it probably is <laughs> if, I, if i have to go back to like six i was probably i think i was like veterinarian because i really like turtles and i wanted to like take care of turtles astronaut was... <laughs> astronaut yep yeah for you sorry i mean i did have a phase when i wanted to be the black britney spears but let's not talk about that oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh did you see is, is she still in vegas britney spears or no it's gaga now. no i think gaga took her place yeah or is taking it. I don't know. Or is in there. It's kind of crazy how like Vegas shifted from like where careers went to die to now like the biggest artists. Isn't have that amazing? It's wild. Yeah. Um, it's kind of cool. Well, Vegas turned around too. Yeah. yeah. Vegas, Vegas at different. one point was dying. Yeah. Back in the 70s, 80s, it was a little seedy, maybe. Yeah. But well, it, was, uh-huh. it was, they changed the whole concept. They made it a family type thing. And, yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, for ruined sure. it for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, ruined it for some people, Jack. I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm not now you got to bring there. But um, uh, so, uh, Melody, we know you from our, you know, the Lost Community and our Lost podcast. Um, yeah. And of course, you know, assumingly you you are a Lost fan. Um, I am a huge Lost fan. Huge fan of the podcast. This was one of the first two podcasts that I ever subscribed to back in 2008. So it's pretty crazy moment to to be <laughs> on a show with you guys. It's pretty full circle. That was your goal when you were seven. It was like six <laughs> riders, seven on the Jay and Jack show. No, um. <laughs> we rejected you like five times. Yeah, it was you, like, you threw a couple queries out there. Like, well, not yet. Give it some time now. Um, <laughs> But isn't it weird how like 2008 is over a decade ago? That's weird. That feels weird. Yeah, um, I don't like thinking about that. Yeah, and, <laughs> it feels and, like yesterday. And really Lost was Lost was almost on ten, nine ten, years ten ago. years ago. Yeah, nine years ago this yeah. year, uh, the finale, which yeah. is crazy. Um, yeah. People are still complaining about it. <laughs> they are. Where Where do you stand on on the finale? You You liked it, or are you kind of eh? I liked it. Yeah, and I'm like, you're watching a show called Lost. They're not hiding anything. They're telling you that you're gonna be a little confused. <laughs> <laughs> so my feeling is, I'm I'm satisfied. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And that's We're, the attitude to have. Um, where, <laughs> so it's it's almost been a decade since it went off the air. Had its oh finale. My gosh. Do you do you envision some type of reboot or a continuation or something coming up? Because it's just in. You know, as a content creator yourself, you probably see how things just keep getting regurgitated over and over again. Yeah. Maybe that's frustrating for you as an original content creator. But mm-hmm. do you see Lost being part of that? It's a it's a property. It's Disney. They're going to get mm-hmm. their money oh, out of it. I, I wouldn't mind because then we would have you guys back. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> to well, break it down and uh, then I could really get into it, you know? Well, maybe Jay, I'm um, holding out. <laughs> yeah, Jack's holding out for a better deal. Uh, so we'll <laughs> maybe Ryan and Jen will take me on. Then we can be Ryan, Jen, and Jack. <laughs> yeah, um, I feel like not everything needs to be rebooted. Um, but it, like you said, it's been te- it's been a decade. Yeah, 
Um, so yeah, maybe in, in another decade, I'm just kidding. <laughs> maybe another, maybe another five years, I'll, I'll be okay with it. It's going to be yeah. tough. I mean, there, there, yeah. there have been shows that done it. You, you looked at Breaking Bad, they had Better Call Saul. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. worked. Yeah. Um, Better Call Saul's worked. Yeah, it has. BSG worked. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, for sure. Well, well but not the last season, but. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Even Magnum P.I., I have I was said I would not watch it. Yeah, but that's kind of CBS But kind of, yeah. I, I, I got to be honest, though. I'm watching it, and I like it. Yeah, because you're the target demographic. Like yeah. old, I get that, but white I, dude. I, but I wasn't the te- the target when it, when Magnum first came on. I was a kid. That's what I'm saying. They 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 got you again. They got you as like but, the 80s. But I, kid. But I swore I would never watch and it. They I said, I'm not watching as an this. old man. I'm not watching it. And then I started watching. I go, all right, it's not bad. I like it. Um. So you review TV and movies on your blog, right? Yeah. Yes. Um. What what was your thoughts on uh, the 2018 Oscars? Uh, and um, one, it was far more diverse this year, but it had yeah. kind of a controversial Best Picture win. So, like, it was it like a two steps forward, one step back kind of thing? Or yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did enjoy it. I am also not a fan of the whole Green Book thing. Yeah. Um, if they had named it anything but Green Book, it would have been fine. Mm-hmm. But they named it Green Book and they invited all of this onto themselves. So yeah. they get all of the hate that they deserve <laughs> for their for all of their wins. Um, but Maharshala, he's a great actor. So oh, he's incredible. He Did you watch get... season three of True Detective? Not yet. Oh, he's oh. amazing. But it's like everything he does, like even... Exactly, yeah. Because he was an Alita battle angel. It was kind of a smaller part, which is crazy. He's a two-time Oscar winner. But yeah, like he just he shows up and he kicks ass. Exactly, yeah. I love that he's not vain about any of that. Yeah. He takes on whatever role he needs to take on. Well, yeah. True Detective, we don't have he, actors like that anymore. <laughs> no. True Detective, he kind of plays three characters. It's the same character, if that makes Ooh. sense. I don't well, want to spoil you. Well, because it's, it's basically... Three timelines. It's three different timelines. So Whoa. you have... Like a young him, a forty-something him, and then him as a like seventy-five-year-old with dementia. Okay. And he 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 because I with family members with dementia, he nails it. Yeah, okay. and, but he, he nails it. I mean, it's just like it's really good. Wow, it's almost yeah. Too that's good. it's on my list. Yeah, definitely a, a never-ending list. <laughs> <laughs> well, in this um, streaming service world, and I think Jack and I were talking about our podcast last week. I think. But uh, or the one that got released today, um, but uh, like it's it's there's so much stuff being produced right now. So much. It's like, so hard you, to keep up now. Yeah, how do you, how how do you you know as somebody I, that I don't anymore. TV, it's like, like, <laughs> What's oh, crazy is that in the height of my blog, I would do this thing called TV Week in Review, and so mm-hmm. every Saturday or Sunday, I'd write a small little review for every show that I watched. Mm-hmm. I could not do that. To like that anymore i, I can't yeah. it's yeah. impossible i'm yeah. only one person <laughs> so i mean if i did that too. this blog would be having to make like mucho money for me to just be sitting back and watching tv all day and even then would you so, want to like would you want that to be your life i don't know right no because now i'm in la and i don't want to be sitting in the house all day i want to go out and experience life because there's traffic. so much crazy stuff that happens um like last year there was a pop a netflix pop-up and they just had props from shows like uh, Lost in Space and oh, nice. Jessica. Well, 
RIP Jessica Jones and like all these uh, Netflix shows. Mm-hmm. And that was just a pop up for, I don't know, two days. So oh, wow. if you're like not paying attention to what's happening around you, you can miss really cool stuff out here. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's another thing. I don't want to be sent up. I mean, I've been doing that today. Today's my day off. So I did catch up on some TV, um, but I had to because Into the Badlands is coming back for its final episode. So I had to catch up. <laughs> we could add Lost in Space to the good reboots. So good. I was kind of meh. I loved it. Yeah. Maybe I need to go back and watch again. Maybe I was in a bad place when I watched it, but I didn't even make yeah, it through. It again. Really? No, I, I think only let me the third episode and I just stopped watching. What? No. No, it's Does excellent. It... It's excellent. Hmm. Yeah, Rush- I mean, I Parker Posey's character kind of annoyed me a little bit, but other than that, it was fine. Well, she was supposed to be annoying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because yeah, the original Doctor Smith <laughs> is annoying. Mm-hmm. If you if you go back and know, watch the original, it's, okay, he's very he's very annoying. I just started watching Afterlife, the Ricky Gervais show. Fantastic. Um, which okay, is like really I've, I've been on the fence about it, but everyone says it's good, so I don't know what I'm waiting for. Yeah, I feel like Ricky Gervais is either amazing with his shows or sometimes it's absolute garbage. Like the, yeah. the last David Brent thing he did was bad, <laughs> but you know, the original office and extras was great. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But this show is really good. It's a different dimension for him. For okay. sure. He plays a jerk like he normally does, but it's, it's a jerk with heart. Okay. It's, it's basically his wife died of cancer and they were together 25 years. Yeah. And it's him trying mm-hmm. to figure out how to live afterwards. And he doesn't want to, but he has a daughter. Oh, to take okay. Care of. Um, that's good yeah it's like really deep stuff and they're short episodes only like 26 27 minutes did you watch uh oh. russian doll have you gotten to that one yet it's that was so good it's incredible isn't it yeah i i cannot believe i'm so glad it took her the time that it did to get this made yeah because it was it like some crazy different. journey oh really yeah because I, I didn't write it was originally supposed to be like a sitcom or something like it wasn't a cbs cbs oh, pitch okay. or something or nbc Oh God! I didn't hear that. I'm so glad it wasn't. Yeah, it was supposed to be <laughs> just like a, yeah. I think it was an NBC sitcom. That would have been terrible. Originally. Yeah, it never right? would have made it. No, it would have been god awful. But oh instead, god. it was just like very poignant, like story about the human yes. condition and like, Spoiler, life she, and death. And when she's falling down the stairs, I'm literally laughing out loud <laughs> over. Her. No, yeah, <laughs> it's so funny. But it's and she's so deep on so many stairs. levels. Yeah, um, I I feel like I need to rewatch it because I feel like I miss so much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Like, mm-hmm. and there's going to be a second season, right? Yeah. Which I don't know how they're going to do that. So excited. Um, I don't I have know. a theory, but I won't spoil anyone. Mm-hmm. No, let's spoil. Let's. let's hear, it's a theory. It's a theory. It's a theory. So it's I, not a spoiler. I, the the one guy I don't think was ever there. Mm. What? Interesting. The one guy that was dying with her. Oh, what's his, I'm blanking on his name. Right. He's on. Uh, he was on a TV show that your mom. Do you think that was in her head? I just don't think he was there. But I feel like that really because it was beautiful how they both like worked out yeah. their stuff, you yeah, know, just... and they helped each other. And I, I really thought that was. Yeah, I'm not. Bummed. I'd be, I'd be bummed if that if he wasn't there. Because yeah. that was like one of the main. So that's where it's like to me it was so perfect. It wrapped up so perfectly. That's tough to come back to a season two. Like if I was her, I'd been like, ah, I'm good. So, yeah, I yeah. How do you for, how do you get back from that? <laughs> yeah, I didn't find out until after I was done. I go, there's going to be another season. I don't know. Yeah, that's hard. Like they could they could just continue it, and it'd be nice. Or they could kind of 
you know how some shows reboot the whole show kind of each season mm -hmm. i mean i don't want that to happen for this but they could kind of do they could go anywhere there's so many different ways they could yeah. take it yeah yeah because yeah they didn't they don't necessarily to follow the same format of them dying over well, they could do the early the days mm. yeah because that that whole story was pretty interesting too her mom yeah. and how her mom was and yeah her childhood mm-hmm a lot of different things they could do. I was also thinking she just died as a child, and that was just all. No. I just, I was. All of your I, choices are bad. I don't like them. <laughs> well, it, 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 is it possible? Sure, it's possible, but I don't want that to happen. Yeah. The whole glass thing. I'm just, just throwing it out there. So if you happen to see it next year. Is that your crackpot theory of the week? I'm sticking to it. <laughs> then so be it. <laughs> Um, so you, you go to comic, your, your dad was a, you said an artist? Yeah. Um, his, well, his name is Howard Simpson. He's very, um, like old school about separating the art and the family. So I don't want to talk too much. You can no, go to okay. find him abadaba.com. Um, but yeah, so well, that's his stuff. But yeah, he does comic book illustrations and some he did some TV stuff and then he did an uncredited intro for one of those uh, t TMT TMNT movies um like oh, a few really? years ago. Oh, cool. And he's done some stuff. Um but well, I yeah, guess my very question separated. is growing up in or, or or did you grow up with comic book culture or I I did grow up with the culture, but at the at the with the comic culture, but it's weird because I always thought of it as like, oh, that's his thing, <laughs> you know. Like it's it's your like, parents' did job. Did he make it not cool? Did he make it not yeah. cool? I was like, oh, that's. that's I mean, that's I thought job. it was cool when he came in to you know take your not take your when when the parents came in for school and uh -huh. showed everybody what they did. Yeah, and he would always draw on the board and mm -hmm. they would be like "Ooh, and oh like, can you draw this can you? that's when i thought it was cool okay but after that i was like eh, whatever <laughs> that's, just, that's just my dad well because okay, like yeah. if it's one of those things where it's it's not your parent but as a kid where it's not your parents like oh that's so cool your dad does that <laughs> yeah yeah but if it's it's you kind of make the point where it's like if as a kid it's like ah, oh, it's my dad's like, oh, it's not my thing. yeah he's um, a dork <laughs> yes like he's a comic book nerd what a nerd <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it was um it was pretty it was pretty nice to grow up going to like i went to I went to cons not just like Stadium Comic Con, mm -hmm. but the the ones in gym locker not gym locker rooms, <laughs> in gymnasiums yeah, yeah. and cafeterias, the local ones, like mm -hmm. all around Pennsylvania and the tri state area. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm like used to. Like yeah. that was what we did. And <laughs> you, you know, get your snacks for the day and <laughs> grab your little whatever you're gonna do. And mm -hmm. if I wanted to collect Pez or have one year um have every artist and artist alley draw this particular character and compare them all when i got home like oh, that's cool <laughs> that's you know that's just what I, I i i really wish i saved that stuff but at the time yeah you know, at the time you know you just don't care because yeah. you're just so used to it <laughs> yeah. what did he think about you becoming a writer being in that kind of business did he think discourage you or just say oh um quite the opposite i Mom and my dad, you know, he does comic book stuff. And then my mm -hmm. mom sings. 
Um, she's uh, like a Christian singer. Um, but that's just she has a, a, like a day job and everything. Mm-hmm. But she also sings. Yeah. Um, so from a very young age, I just knew like whatever I wanted to do was possible. Like I didn't. Cool. Okay. Oh, you can do that. Well, then I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I didn't have that uh, pressure on myself, really. Um, yeah, I always just thought that, oh, well. This is easy. And (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't want to say too easy, but I I just knew it was possible. Yeah, no, that's cool. That's really cool. Because my dad owned a mailbox, etc. So it just wasn't as. And I said, you never want to own your own business. (laughs) It's terrible. (laughs) And for the Uh, most part, I'm right. uh, But what I, I, I don't know, from my mind, I think you have this perspective or, or maybe you've seen this dynamic shift of like comic book culture or just like maybe just nerd culture in general being this sub culture. And now it is it's popular. It it's is weird. popular culture. It is at the forefront of popular culture. Like what's your perspective? Like Marvel movies are the biggest movies in the world. And if I go it's back to me as a kid, like I would never fathom never. this. My dad always said that it would happen, but I never I was like, oh, OK, that's cool. <laughs> Like, yeah, okay, <laughs> you know? All right, okay. <laughs> sure, I'm sure that'll happen. Cool. Sure, Do you think, um, you think Star but, Wars has opened it up? I'm sorry? Do you think like a movie like Star Wars? Because I was a kid, I was 14 um, when Star Wars came out, and it wasn't cool to be uh, like a sci-fi geek or something like that. Oh. But even you post, had to hide it. Well, But even post that, like even... I. I something happened, and I don't know if it's just because like Marvel Studios got it right with Iron Man, but... I don't. There's there was some shift late yeah, 90s, 2000s. Yeah, I feel like Iron Man that... changed the game for sure. Um, but well, when when you say that it wasn't well, I remember not the old ones, but obviously I remember mm-hmm. going to this Natalie Portman ones uh, in the theater like day of, mm-hmm. and then whenever we wanted, well, not we, whenever <laughs> my dad wanted to go again, we just went. Like it was an event. Like it yeah. was a family thing for not just star wars but mm-hmm. all of the big sci-fi like i grew up on sci-fi and fantasy mm-hmm. i'd lean towards sci-fi myself mm-hmm. but um that was part of the family bonding this yeah. is coming out we're gonna go see it mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so um in in that regard I, I did see i did see the change in iron man though yeah. um but it has been odd because some things that have always been in the background in my mind are people are hardcore fans of now i'm like mm, that's interesting i i don't remember anybody talking about this before yeah <laughs> um guardians of the galaxy what like who <laughs> <laughs> how is that a thing or even yeah <laughs> even captain marvel like that like that yeah. wasn't a big thing or or, no. or or Black Panther nominated for a, the best picture, like a comic book. Movie. Never ever would have thought that would have happened. That's no. such an incredible, groundbreaking, amazing, one of the best things that I'm glad to have seen happen. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, I think it also helps that for those type of movies. The older voters are dying off. Mm-hmm. Not, not, not that that's not a good thing, but, but mm-hmm. the older voters would go. There's no way I'm voting for a sci-fi or a comic book mm-hmm. movie for best picture. But now yeah. you have the generation that, you know, like I said, that since the 90s have grown up with that. So now, well, those, that and you now had... those voters ex- appreciate, like Star Wars would never have gotten best picture. Yeah. Even though oh, yeah, that, no way. when that movie came out, I've said a thousand times, I'd never seen anything like it. For, it was it was the kind of movie you went, it was the first movie you ever wanted to go see again. Yeah. And mm-hmm. again and again. And the special effects were just so amazing. 
that it was just so like my generation is finally getting to the point where they're voting. Well, that, but they also, I think, with the Oscars, they they increase diversity too in 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 the voters right. and and the, yeah. the members. and of that's the something that too. even I'm still every day think for myself because growing up, my parents would always give me books and comic books or whatever with diverse diversity all throughout mm-hmm. sometimes even even diversity on the cover and they would say melody this wasn't hard this wasn't easy to get like this is rare mm-hmm. but they're giving me these books every other week and i'm like you're telling me this is rare but here you are <laughs> with <laughs> another yet another book mm-hmm. filled with diverse ca- characters that i can see myself in so it wasn't until i got older that i realized really how rare that is they mm-hmm. really worked hard to get those books for me mm-hmm. um and so to see it to see other people i i didn't i didn't realize how <laughs> rare that was um that other people don't get to see themselves mm-hmm. and it, it does feel kind of insular like when you do go to these cons um my dad hang out with this it was like the same black comics every year the group the group didn't grow mm-hmm so putting that those pieces together now, I'm like, oh, that makes sense now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so to now see um, more diversity in not just movies and TV, but just in general in books. And books, it's we need diverse books as a whole movement that yeah. is really shifting the game. And we're seeing that on the New York Times bestseller list with now majority of those people in YA, they're diverse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that wasn't the, the case like five five years ago that wasn't the case yeah so it's it's changing in all mediums and i'm all for it because i want <laughs> i want to see my name well you're there. a part of it yeah i mean <laughs> you're you're part of that too which is awesome which is great um and and pushing things forward also you know hopefully through this podcast uh you already know but i'm like you have the most amazing parents ever so kudos kudos to your to your parents too <laughs> you know i'm, I'm in the room Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I didn't want this to be awkward, but uh, can I train my parents, please? <laughs> it can be done. Well, also, I just want to throw do like a rapid fire shout out to my uh, critique partners because I have a really great, awesome, diverse group of uh, partner, writer, friends who are just always there for me. Like we're reading each other's work and telling them what works, what doesn't. And that really helps us. Oh, yeah as well so i kind of just want to run run down <laughs> for Please. a second um so Shout it's a critique out. group of okay. uh well there's 19 of us which is l- oh, wow. large and and it's not like a thing but you can, you can name 14 of them so like 14 of us are agented um <laughs> 10 of us have like novels coming out mm-hmm. or already out um and six of us have worked in the industry so um for the ones who do have books out or coming out, um, Amanda Foodie, her book is Ace of Shades, Axie O, Rebel Soul, Tara Sim, Timekeeper Trilogy, the whole trilogy is out now. Christine Lynn Herman, The Devouring Gray, her book comes out in April. Joan um, He, Descendant of the Crane, April as well. Kat Cho, Wicked Fox, June. Kitty Poole, There Will Come a Darkness, that comes out in September. And then three um, of them come out in next year, 2020. Uh, Clarabal Otega with Ghost Squad, Janela Angelis with Where Dreams Descend, and Mara Fitzgerald with The Walls in the Ruby Sky. Awesome. Nice. 
Well, and um, you know, as we're kind of coming up to the to our end here, um, I wanted to make sure everybody knew where they could follow you or find you, and and when uh, more of your work comes out, where they can uh, uh, get it. So. Uh, you gave shout outs to your friends. Now it's time to shout out yourself. Where can uh, people find <laughs> you myself. and follow you? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm on Twitter at Melody Simpson and that's where I'm mainly at. Okay. I'm going to revise no my yet? Instagram no. a little bit. Um, okay. That is Melly Simps, M-E-L-L-I-E-S-I-M-P-S. Uh, that's Instagram. And then my website is Hollywood the right way, but right is spelled W-R-I-T-E. Yes. Like Right. Yeah, because I'm a writer, guys. Exactly. I love the pun. It's not a pun. It's not really a pun, is it? It's like a... No, it's a statement, right? It is a statement. Yes, but you I would think it. it's Hollywood the right way, but no, it's the right way. <laughs> <laughs> Which works. Yeah, the blog has been a little bit abandoned the past like two months because I've been writing, um, but I am going to get back to it. So. Yeah. Well, plus it's like it's the winter months are kind of slow website yeah. months anyway so a nice little hiatus i get to claim yeah exactly, exactly. yeah there's no hiatus with netflix <laughs> oh they my gosh something new no. every day every yeah. day they do every day <laughs> they it's ridiculous it's like stop um well uh melody thank you so much uh for taking time to talk with us uh it's really um great to hear your story it's inspiring to hear your story um and i, I appreciate you uh taking time uh to talk with us Thank you so much. I feel like I talked way too fast. And no, <laughs> no, I thought very, very probably catch my breath because I'm just so excited. I'm so excited. So thank you guys so much for having me. If if the writing thing doesn't work out, I think you're a natural podcaster. I think you, it could be. <laughs> I did actually have a really short lived uh, Glee podcast in 2009. Oh, perfect. But um. Then, then Glee, Glee got bad. Yeah, <laughs> we're like, we don't have time for this. <laughs> so. Yeah, it got really bad. <laughs> well, uh, we'll 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 make sure to add you to that uh, Comic Con group. I think you'd get a kick out of that, and, and okay, hopefully cool. we'll we'll yeah, see you around there. But uh, anywho, Melody, thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Have bye. a good one. You too. Right, bye. Bye. Okay, so so we we were kind of in between recording, and Jack started telling me he got a ghost. Well, on if, camera. If you've listened to the podcast long enough, you know that our house is haunted. Uh huh. It, well, it, I know it's haunted is the key. We share a house with some some afterlife people. Uh huh. So ghosts, just ghosts. call them ghosts. Well, the ghosts. I mean, whatever people want to call them. What what else do people call them? They're well, ghosts. Everyone's seen them, but you. Because they're not you, real. You know, well, they avoided your room, but I I've seen them. As a, <laughs> The time Tyler, our my son-in-law, your bro- brother-in-law, uh-huh. he thought he goes, he thought he, when they came walking to the kitchen. He goes, wait, who was just walking upstairs? I go, well, it wasn't me. I'm down here, so mm-hmm. he saw it. Uh-huh. So anyway, you didn't see it. He just heard some noise. It could have been a cat. You have seventy-two no, animals in your house. We have one cat now. He saw. He saw. You know, he saw someone walking up the stairs. So anyway, mm-hmm. we have a camera in the front. We have one of those Nest cameras. Is it Nest yeah, camera? Nest camera, yeah. So you can see people stealing your packages. Yeah. Nothing sure. happens to them, but no. what they call the uh, porch pirates, right? Yeah. They can just steal at will and nothing happens to them because they just don't have time to. Yeah, small crimes, uh, petty yes. crimes. Anyways, um, so we've got a camera in the back, 
and we see like you know there's like raccoons and you see you see different things but as of now there's nothing next there's like three and a half acres of just trees and stuff but it's gonna mm-hmm. be torn apart there'll be houses there soon yeah so i'm sitting in bed the other night i'm watching uh I'm watching this show this on uh, netflix show called rebellion uh-huh. Irish Republic. I think oh I yeah you kind of talked about it uh on yeah. last week's episode yeah i watched uh the first episode is really boring mm-hmm. and the second episode what once that once that it starts picking up and it's it's the next nine episodes are excellent. It's two different. I think it's called Rebellion, and the other one's called well, whatever it is. You said so, last week Rebellion, so that's got to be the yeah, name. Yeah, so it's it's got some it's got another name for the oh, second okay. second part. It's five episodes each season. Oh, okay. So anyway, I'm sitting there and my phone goes off. Uh huh. So I look at it. I go something in the backyard. I go, what the heck is that? It's like a bright light. It's like a jagged light. Uh huh. And I'm like going. Because huh. usually uh, you see things in the front yard, you can figure it out because, yeah. you know, you just do it. But this one, I could, there's no reason for this light to be, in the, we have the deck, you know where the deck's at. Uh-huh. You know, the backyard behind it. Yeah. Where it's fenced off. Sure. There was something there. So I got, you know how you enlarge it? Yeah. So I enlarge it. It's like a dust thing. Uh-huh. And you can see a nose, a face, ears. Oh, everything. Baloney. I swear I swear to God. Okay, I swear so to you're telling me you have the first video evidence of a ghost, and you don't save the video? Well, I didn't know how to do it. So I didn't know how to do screensaver. You mean screen grab? Is that what it's called? Screen grab, yes. So I didn't know how to do a screen grab. I do now. Uh-huh. Well, now you can do it. But I'm trying to save it. Your mom's sleeping. Uh-huh. I go, Did I wake her up? I Again, go- you had the first video, and you're telling me you didn't wake up your wife that I have a ghost on Yeah, tape. Like, like that's worth it, waking her up. So, but no, in our front yard. You our- have something all those stupid ghost hunter shows say they have for decades, and they haven't made Oh, I had it. Uh-huh. And so, but, the, the, but I thought, assumed, I assumed... Our back porch, our our backyard camera was the same as the front. Where the front, it saves it for five days. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to save it. I'm trying to save it. I go, and I was trying to get it on my computer, but they kept going. Needed a passcode from my wife's phone. I go, I don't feel like getting up. It'll be saved. I'll look at it tomorrow. And I wake up the next day. I go, wait, it's not there. What? 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 Uh-huh. So it's gone forever. Uh-huh. But. It was there. It was. Sure. I swear to God, it was. Just so it was like, oh my God! I finally have evidence because uh-huh. I've seen you know things walking around the house. Uh huh. You're just a non-believer. Because come on, come on. Do you believe in ghosts? Mm, not like that. But you do believe in ghosts. Eh, I'm not sure. I I don't. I don't know. I'm you not 100 percent sold. This this I'm not 100 sold on the ghosts. This would have been. Because, okay, this is my problem with ghosts, is, like, okay, so you die, and then you just float around for the rest of existence? That's horrible. Well, you saw Lost. Okay. Well, Michael, he he, he was the whisperer. So he's just stuck on an island for the rest of existence? Yeah, and he deserves it. So. That, no, nobody <laughs> deserves that. That's awful. I don't know. I don't know what this, I don't know what they did. See, that's not, it just doesn't. Ghosts don't make sense to me. I, you know, like I said, I was always on the fence until we moved here. Uh huh. And I had that rumble with one. Remember, I had the yes. fight. Uh huh. You, you woke up, right? Because yeah, you were having, not because of I, ghosts. I was, I was fighting something. Uh huh. Yeah, you were fighting your own demons. I don't know. 
but I've seen them. I've I and I've just grown to accept them. Uh huh. I don't freak out. I don't get. It doesn't freak me out. I just kind of, as long as they're doing their thing, leave me alone. Uh huh. I, I have no problem. Sure. Okay. All but right. it's too bad we didn't have Tad, because Tad's really I know. Yeah, you, that's one of the things so, you bond over is talking about but those. It, if I only, I it's just so, I, every day I go. So I again, I, I just, come on. You'd be the first person in the history of the world There's to have pit- video footage of a ghost. But it, the weird part is. There's there's no explanation for what that light was. It could it was probably some bug that got too close. And it was like a it lens wasn't flare, a bug. like a J.J. Abrams lens flare. No, flare. it wasn't a bug. It wasn't. It was in the backyard. Yeah, you tell me there's not a bug in your backyard. A moth. <sighs> that and the big flutter of the the wings looked powdery, like a ghost. It was like six feet long. Because it's close to the camera, it's forced perspective. No, no, <sighs> no. Because no. it the camera is so good, it picks up like when the front the front picks up like a frog or a mm-hmm. moth, it picks up well, the it's moth. Quick though, it's so quick. Okay, <laughs> what was that with the camera? The backyard. <laughs> I don't know. I it, it, yeah, it's not saved, so it didn't, didn't well, happen. Uh, like I said, I your mom every day goes, "Did your ghost come back?" <laughs> I go, "No." I go, "I know no one's gonna believe me." But it was there. Uh-huh. It was. It was. It was weird. It was because there's you can like a bright light in the front yard. There's uh-huh. cars and stuff like that. Yeah. This area in the back, there's there's nothing back there. Mm-hmm. There is no reason for a light to be back there. Mm-hmm. None. Mm-hmm. Zero zilch. Sure. And when I said I widened it out, you could clearly see a face. Uh huh. Of somebody. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you can be a non-believer. I don't care. Hey, listen. You know, I just I, I do worry about if there's really ghosts because you know I'm surprised they haven't killed you yet. But <laughs> but I'm their friend. Why would they kill me? I don't know. What do ghosts do? Like, okay, so they just gotta sit around and watch you all day. That's horrible. Well, no, like, I'm what, not paying what attention. Human to them. deserves that existence. No, I I guess not. But it just uh, <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. But it was it was outside. That's first. I'm used to them in the house, but uh-huh. outside. We'll see. <laughs> And you know, it'll never happen again. I'll never get that shot again. Of course Ever. you won't, because it didn't happen. It did happen. I swear to God, it was on well, my camera. Well, you know that you can like pay for the service, and they'll retroactively give you the the footage, right? What do you mean? Like, I, it's stored. Like Google will keep all that stuff. We have it. We paid, and it only goes back to nine in the morning. Oh, like ten and it minutes after one, it happened. It happened at one a.m. It ha- for this, we can go back as nine a.m. It won't. What? It, Listen, this is what you need to do. I because I I tried. It says camera was not on. I go yes, it was. Oh, so the camera wasn't even on. Okay, so no, this no, was no, probably no, no. some fever dream you no, had. No, it's no, no, no. It it, <laughs> it it says the camera's not on because it doesn't go back that far. <laughs> you uh you had too much rum and coke and it was just <laughs> nope, wasn't drinking at all. <laughs> nope. No Mentos, no nothing. I know that was your next comment. No, no. I was gonna. I, I... Nothing. Wasn't I've been Mento didn't... free for some time. Okay. I no judging here. No oh, that judging. you're judging. You're no, judging. I'm not. I'm not. No, I I, like I, said, I believe you. I do. <laughs> for a second, Jack is arms crossed. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. I believe me, and that's all that matters. There you go. That that is all that matters. <laughs>
All right, Jack, I think it's time to close out the show. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Uh, give us a call at 385-309-0311. Calling time. Once again, it's 385-309-0311. Calling time for questions, comments, and, and or theories. theories. Send an email to jayandjack at gmail.com. Once again, it's jayandjack at gmail.com. Uh, and uh, we haven't had a listener feedback episode in this block, but would like to get one uh, at some point. So please, uh, anything going on in your life, anything interesting, anything you want to ask us, uh, feel free uh, to give us a call or email. Yeah, yeah. Let us know where you side on the the ghost debate. Is Jack just full of it? Is he seeing I, things? I, I'm not seeing things. It all was right, there. All right, all right, all right. We'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll love to hear uh, what our listeners have to say about it. Uh, so yeah, definitely give us a call or send an email. I want to thank people that make this show possible. Our patrons, especially Tag from Tokyo, Eckhart Richter, uh, Maggie the Magnificent, uh, Joanne with the Plan, the Drake, and Ed the Creepy Mailman. And thank you to all of our patrons. Uh, and again, for those that give $5 a month, you get all of our bonus episodes. You can hear uh, the who Jack thinks is the best podcaster on our network, Zach Clafelter. Yeah, um, without question. Uh, and um, so would would you, if you guys did a show, it would be Zach and, Zach and Jack, Jack and Zach. Well, whatever you wanted to call it. I'd, sure. I'd give him the, if he still wants to go with Bun Patty Bun, because <laughs> that's what he seems to like. Then he's he's that he can do what he well, wants. Well, I think he's been around you long enough that he likes making fun of you, or you like making fun of him. So it's, it's uh, you two are you know made for each other. That's true. <laughs> I, I do like to tease. Uh, but uh, anywho, uh, you can find a full list of our patrons uh, over on uh, janejack.com. It's p a t r o n dot com slash janejack to become a patron uh, today. Uh, this show is uh, hosted by Jack Gladfelter. Uh, artwork by uh, Jacob Parr, um, website uh, designed by Rob Francesanini, uh, web authoring uh, and publishing by Colleen, and uh, music and production and co-hosting by me, Jay Gladfelter. Uh, Who's think probably the lowest of the The talent. least, yeah. I would think so. Yeah. I'm trying to think who you'd be above. Uh, maybe the other guy? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, a lot of shows out right now. Survivor with Jay, Jack, and Colleen. The Jay and Jack Show. Uh, Ramblecast After Dark. The Broadcast. And uh, in April, uh, Game of Thrones with Jay, Jack, and Nick I returns for one last season. Are we doing the spinoff? Yeah. Eh, I'm not committing to it. <laughs> Maybe you and Nick can continue. As long as I don't have to do the, figure out the names. <laughs> That's all I care about. Oh, man. All right. Well, that will do it for this week's show. Uh, until next time, hasta luego and goodbye. Bye.